I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Biggie from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Vrucht, the Netherlands. I'm Ethan from Cape Town. And you are listening to Try with Coach Perry. Welcome back onto another edition of Try with Coach Perry. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to have you with us. And we've got our triathlon coach, Rudolf Mordier, with us once again today. And we're talking nutrition. Rudolf, welcome onto the podcast once again. Thanks for joining us. Hi there, Brad. Thanks for having me. No worries. Rudolf, let's talk about nutrition. Often we talk about it being the fourth discipline of triathlon, particularly when you start going longer, uh, like half Ironman distance and full Ironman distance. But it's definitely got a role to play in the shorter stuff as well. Uh, And this question popped up in our forums on coachparry.com. And it's about how do you approach an Olympic distance triathlon from a nutrition point of view uh, in the build up to it? And then we'll talk about the race and, and how do you handle it during the race in a mo. But how, how do you do? You, I mean, talk to me a little bit about how to approach an Olympic distance triathlon from a nutrition point of view uh, in training and in the build-up to race day. So, if we start with training, the training-wise, you do get intensity sessions. A lot of people will do brick sessions to simulate the race, going from biking to running, as that's the most difficult part in a triathlon. So, even when you start training, that use the nutrition that you will use on race days. That's where you can experiment with. Nutrition, do you want to just use energy gels or do you want to use bars or a combination of the two? So training is really a mini race where you can experiment and test yourself to see what works, what doesn't work, and also what your stomach will handle. So also before the race in the mornings, two, three hours before, depending on how well you know your stomach, how well you can stomach the food without giving you problems. I know a lot of people can eat before the race. Some of the people can't eat before the race. So you need to find out what works and what doesn't work for you. But I'm sure a lot of you have has experimented in training. You know, before training, listen, I can eat before a run, but I can't eat before a swim. So that's also where you experiment with it. So I have a breakfast two, three hours before the time. I normally have three hours before the race. I have breakfast and then an hour and a half, I eat half an energy bar, and then that is me ready to go. In the race itself, before swimming, I don't take a gel or anything before the swim because it's so short. On the bike, I normally would have one bottle of energy drink, and then one bottle of water. Just if it's a warm race, cool yourself down, or just if you want water, just to drink, not energy drink. So normally I try to finish the energy drink and with the water, half drink, half a bottle, just spray the other half or just leave it as it is. And then straight after the bike, I take a gel and then that's me for the race. So I take the gel just before I exit T2, drink it down with some water and then that's me for the race. So you're racing between two, two and a half to three hours, depending on your level. So that is my advice for people to wear. You don't need to eat a lot because it is a short race and your breakfast will hold you throughout most of the race. Rolf, as, as far as the, the someone like you who's at the top end of the field, your nutrition, I mean, are your nutrition needs different to somebody who's possibly at the back and, and, and finishing in closer to, to three hours? I mean, is there a vast difference? Uh, I mean, do they need to do anything differently or is, is that pretty much the way anyone can do it? So, so the golden rule that there is with nutrition-wise is your body can absorb 60 grams of carbs per hour if you get it from a single source. But if you get it from a dual source, like fructose and glucose, you can absorb up to 90 grams per hour. So the golden rule is not to break the 60 or 90 grams per hour limit. Otherwise, you're going to have stomach issues. So that is the basic thing. So you can work out 
for yourself, if you are racing three hours and even more, you can work out what you can stomach and what you can't stomach, whether it be in a form of gels, bars, or energy juice. So if you feel like you need that little bit of extra, you can take some extra because you are racing longer. So maybe a full bottle and a gel on the bike and then just one gel for the run. Or maybe perhaps if the running is your weaker discipline, you can have two gels on the run, one in the start and one after four or five Ks. Brilliant. Well, Rudolf, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for, for your time today on Try. Don't forget as well, if you're looking for help on your triathlon journey, be sure to check out our training platform on coachpowery.com forward slash triathlon. You get access to all of our training programs from sprint, beginner sprint programs, right through to advanced Ironman. Uh, all you need to do is head over to that URL. You can get access to it on the website or on our very easy to use iOS or Android app. Uh, the website to get to once again is coachparry.com forward slash triathlon. Rudolf, uh, until next time, thanks for your time today and we'll chat soon. Thanks for having me, Brad. Cheers.